The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine containing topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month, the American Council of the Blind is moving into new digs and a legal process that produces positive results. These stories on ACB Reports for December 2008. Did you know that you are entitled to free credit reports each year? Until recently, these reports have not been accessible to a totally blind consumer. However, thanks to the American Council of the Blind, that limitation is gone. As part of the historic agreement negotiated by the American Council of the Blind, the California Council of the Blind, and several blind individuals, free annual credit reports available through www.annualcreditreport.com are now designed to be accessible to blind consumers. Each person is entitled to one free report each year from each of three different companies. By the end of December 2009, these companies will also be providing the free reports in Braille, large print, and audio formats. ACB and CCB used structured negotiations to reach the landmark agreement with Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. To access your free online credit report, go to www.annualcreditreport.com. After selecting your state and requesting your report, you will be taken to a form that must be filled out. At the end of the form, there is a security feature known as a CAPTCHA, as well as an alternative request page for blind and visually impaired consumers who cannot see the characters that need to be entered into the box. Unlike some online audio CAPTCHAs that are difficult to understand, the security feature on the credit report site includes a phone number that clearly provides you with the code you need to enter into the site. These security features are designed to help companies be sure that you are a real person and not a computer. When you have completed the form and the security feature, you will be asked to select which of the three companies you want to receive your report from. There will be a small number of people who will be unable to obtain their report online because of the need for additional authentication. This occurrence has nothing to do with vision impairment. If this happens to you and you're unable to get your report, please contact the ACB National Office. If you have any other difficulties obtaining your report, please also contact ACB. The companies are working closely with the American Council of the Blind and its lawyers to make sure the reports are accessible and the process is as usable as possible. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports. Structured negotiation was used to achieve the credit report settlement. During the 2008 National Convention of the American Council of the Blind in Louisville, Kentucky last summer, ACB First Vice President Kim Charlson introduced the attorneys who explained the process. 
Next on our agenda is something that I think is incredibly important for the American Council of the Blind, a new way of getting to what we need to get to, a new way to take civil rights issues and make them in the forefront without necessarily filing lawsuits, but using a technique called structured negotiation. Many of us have heard of both of these ladies, and they have done so much in such a short period of time to really turn civil rights on its ear with structured negotiation. So it's my privilege to introduce to you both Lainey Feingold and Linda Dardarian, who will speak to you about structured negotiation. I'm Linda Dardarian. I'm going to talk briefly about where we are today as a result of structured negotiations. Lainey will talk about where we're going in the future with structured negotiations. I thought I'd start with explaining what structured negotiations is. It's a legal advocacy method that is an alternative to litigation. With litigation, a case usually starts with the plaintiff, the complaining party, filing a complaint in court against a company or a defendant, and the complaint is really like a punch in the face. And how does a party respond to a punch in the face? Usually by punching back. And then litigation is essentially a couple of year fight with each side punching back and forth, refereed by a judge. And finally, after a couple of years of fighting, the judge says, okay, I think the parties need to settle down and work out their differences. But usually by that time, the parties have built up such distrust of each other that even though they settle, they don't really like each other, and they don't want to have anything to do with each other any time in the future. With structured negotiations, we skip all of the fighting. We go straight to the settlement, and we do that by starting with a letter to a company on behalf of the American Council of the Blind and state affiliates and members, We explain what the issue is, and we invite the company to sit down with us and work on problem solving. And the end of the day, we have a binding legal settlement agreement, just as if we had filed in court. But instead of having an adversarial relationship, from the first day forward, we have a constructive, collaborative, positive relationship with the company that means that they want to deal with the ACB and the ACB's members in the future. Laney and my role as the lawyers for the ACB in structured negotiations is to really facilitate the connection between the companies and you as all of the members of the ACB. And we've primarily dealt with structured negotiations on issues of access to information and technology. Some of what's been achieved by the ACB using structured negotiations over the past many years includes 30 binding settlement agreements with some of the biggest companies in the world, including Bank of America, Walmart, and many others, requiring such things as talking ATMs. As a result of ACB's efforts, there are now more than 50,000 talking ATMs across this country with all the major banks in the, in the country. 
Those talking ATMs provide instruction and navigation for all transactions that ATMs provide. And the talking feature says words that ACB members scripted. Now, talk about power. (laughs) You have decided what talking ATMs should say to allow you to have independent access to your own money. We achieved that through structured negotiations. Also as a result of structured negotiations, most of the major retailers in the country have tactile point-of-sale machines with telephone-style keypads so that you can input your personal information numbers into those machines at the check stand independently so you don't need to rely on a clerk or a stranger to input your PIN with the resulting breach of security and confidentiality that would result from that. Today, there are over 70,000 tactile point-of-sale machines across the country as a result of ACB's efforts. (laughs) ACB also has settlement agreements with some of the largest financial institutions in the country, requiring them to provide alternative formats, including Braille, large print, audio formats, and accessible online banking, so that you don't need to rely on sighted family, friends, or readers to know your private confidential financial information. Some of those companies that the ACB has settlement agreements with include Bank of America and Washington Mutual, and also American Express is providing monthly and annual statements in Braille and large print. ACB also has binding settlement agreements with several national banks and financial institutions, as well as major retail chains, requiring web access so that blind customers who use screen readers can access information and buy products online with the same convenience and privacy that's afforded to sighted customers. And finally, the ACB affiliates and members have entered into a binding settlement agreement with the city and county of San Francisco, requiring the city to spend a minimum of $1.6 million installing accessible pedestrian signals throughout the city. That's the broad overview of what structured negotiations have accomplished in the past many years. In the last year, there are many concrete and exciting and important achievements as well, including the 500 APS signals devices that are installed in San Francisco. In addition to that, the city has um, just implemented a request policy so that people in San Francisco can request additional signals at locations that they desire. The city will um, use a prioritization tool for selecting when those signals will be installed, and the prioritization tool was developed with the input of ACB members. ACB has signed additional settlement agreements with 7-Eleven and Rite Aid requiring installation of tactile point-of-sale machines at all of their stores nationwide. And Rite Aid has also committed to make their website compliant with W3C guidelines, and that is uh, the status today. Radio Shack has also signed an agreement with ACB. Um, They have tactile point-of-sale machines at all of their stores nationwide already, and their website will be accessible by January 31st, 2009. 
In addition, the ACB recently signed a settlement agreement with Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion affording credit reports and um, credit dispute information available in Braille, large print, audio CD, and accessible online formats compliant with W3C standards by the end of this year. The portal called annualcreditreport.com will be accessible by the end of the year so that you can either go online and check your credit report or order them through the website in Braille, large print, and audio formats. By the end of the year, you will be able to benefit from the free annual credit report program set up by Congress, and you will be able to read your credit information independently and privately. Also this year, we worked with American Express to shorten the time period between the delivery of standard print statements and um, the Braille and large print statements, so that now Braille and large print statements often arrive before the standard print statements do, and well in advance of the due date. Um, and I just need to mention that um, one of the people who worked very diligently on this issue with American Express was our dear friend Clarence Whaley, who passed away last month. So I would encourage you all who have American Express cards to please order Braille and large print statements. And in that way, Clarence's legacy will live on. Before turning it over to Laney, I also want to briefly mention some ongoing efforts that we have. We have been in negotiations with Target requiring the installation of tactile point-of-sale machines at their um, front end and specialty counters. We have also been in negotiations with CVS drugstores to have tactile point-of-sale machines at the front end and specialty counters in their stores nationwide and also to make sure that their website is accessible. And we just started negotiations with Staples on tactile point-of-sale machines and their website. And we've been engaging in negotiations with Dollar General for um, installation of tactile point-of-sale machines at their stores. And in fact, Laney and several members here will be going to a Dollar General tomorrow to test the point-of-sale device. So that's where we are. That's where we've been, and now Lainey will take us into the future. I will take us into the future, but we couldn't be anywhere without you guys. And it is such an honor for Linda and I to work with ACB and all the affiliates, because there is no way we could do justice to everyone in this room and around the country and listening on ACB radio who have made structured negotiations a successful method. Okay, I'm in charge um, in five minutes in telling you what is on the horizon for structured negotiations. I want to be careful because Linda and I hope to be with you in Orlando next year. And if we say we're going to do something as part of the future next year, that will be the past and we'll have to deliver. So in that light, um, I have two lists in front of me in my notes. One is the list that uh, Linda and I are working on as lawyers for ACB and affiliates and members. And the second list is a to-do list that we've prepared for you all. First of all, all the agreements um, that we've done require ongoing work. And one of the reasons they've been successful is that uh, the structured negotiations process allows for continuing input 
The credit agreement was announced and signed, but there is a lot of work being done between now and December. Uh, we've had 15 people already test the website, give feedback. We've had ACB members talking with the credit reporting companies to make sure this thing comes out right. So a lot of the work in the next year will be making sure that the things the companies have agreed to, in fact, work the way they're supposed to. We'd really like to see about using structured negotiations to improve accessibility in the healthcare field. ACB's had tremendous success, spearheaded by the California Council of the Blind back when we started this in 1995 with the financial service industry, with banks, credit reports, ATMs, Braille statements. And we'd like to see if the method is something that we can work on for healthcare issues. Some of the healthcare issues that we've already identified with your help already are prescription labeling issue, alternative formats for health information, just like we're getting for financial information, website accessibility for healthcare-related websites, and hospital access in general. So that's on our big to-do list in the sky, and you'll see on your to-do list there are things that you can do to help us with that. There's additional financial sites that we haven't worked on yet, investment sites in particular, that ACB members have brought to our attention that we hope to use structured negotiations with. I'm sure everyone in the room knows we have additional point-of-sale work to do, because it's true that ACB's work has resulted in 70,000, probably a lot more, tactile point-of-sale devices, but there are still a lot of flat-screen devices out there, and we hope to continue doing that work. We're interested in looking at whether we can work on using structured negotiations um, for the social networking sites, in part because we feel cool by the fact that musicians have called us, you know, blind musicians who want to be on MySpace and do the whole MySpace thing, and when you run into captures and other inaccessible barriers, you can't do it. So that's an area that we're going to look at. Similar with distance learning education, see if there's something that structured negotiations could play a role. I know there's a lot of incredible work being done by the disability community, the blind community, in specific on distance learning. We want to talk about whether there's a role for structured negotiations in that. We did get a call recently, and we're looking into whether structured negotiations could work on direct denial issues. Someone called us about being denied insurance just because he used a white cane. And we're going to look at whether structured negotiations would be useful for that. And then one thing that we have already sent the letter on behalf of ACB and the Bay State Council of the Blind and the California Council of the Blind, we did send a letter last week about a website that I think a lot of people use, and that's MajorLeagueBaseball.com. And... Um, Thanks to incredible advocacy work that the Bay State Council folks have done in Massachusetts, we were able to send a very strong letter to Major League Baseball, and we should hear from them by the end of the month whether they want to benefit from structured negotiations the way these other companies have. So that is our to-do list, your to-do list. Everybody ready? Okay, the first thing might surprise you, but we need to hear when things are not working. When you think we've announced it, hey, I thought they said they fixed the Bank of America talking ATMs or the point-of-sale devices at Walmart or the Braille statements at American Express. We need to hear when there are problems. This year, someone from Arizona called us and said, I used to use my talking ATM in Phoenix, and it doesn't work anymore. Well, it turned out that one call uncovered a complete installation problem over three states with Bank of America, which we 
very quickly fixed, but we would not have known about that problem had not somebody called us. So the first thing on your list is to let us know when it is that things aren't working that you think should be working. We have a website now. We've posted all the agreements that have been negotiated with structured negotiations. Um, We're hoping they will be useful to you, particularly the APS agreement is up on the website uh, with the technical specs. We're hoping people will be able to use that with their local traffic and parking people. Same with the other agreements with smaller stores that we may be not able to help on. The website address is LF Legal. My initials, LF, like Frank, legal.com, www.lflegal.com. There is a contact form with an accessible CAPTCHA on it, and you can write to me through that. Actually, I say me. It's my website, but Linda and I both use that for the agreement, so you can reach both of us together through that website, as well as through the email address LF, my initials, at lflegal.com. And also, Linda has an 800 number. Her firm has an 800 number, 800-822-5000. Again, that's Linda's firm. It's 800 8225000 and whether you email or call one of us we both go over everything and and on that point i want to say one word that you all need to exercise on your to-do list which is part of a key of structured negotiations which is patience uh, we always say that patience really makes this thing work if you contact us we don't get back to you when you think we should call us again and have patience with us and it's never intentional also on your to-do list healthcare information Billing information, website information, basic health care, you get diagnosed with something, you want to research about it, things like that. Are you getting the information in accessible format that you need to make wise and private health care choices? HIPAA forms, whatever. Um, think about that this year. Think about what you get financially, privately, and confidentially, and what health care information that you're not getting. We're very interested in looking at this issue of CAPTCHAs on websites, those squiggly lines that you can't see if you're not reading the website. And if you run across a CAPTCHA that was one of Major League Baseball, we've worked very well with the credit reporting agencies to get rid of the CAPTCHA on their sites. It's something we're interested in. Like Linda said, if you don't get Braille statements from your banking and credit card institutions, ask for them. Ask for them. There's been a lot of work by ACB members over the past 13 years in getting this stuff, and we want everyone to use it. And I know people would rather ask us questions and hear me talk, so now's the time. Laney Feingold and Linda Dardarian were recorded at the National Convention of the American Council of the Blind in July 2008. What are you doing this holiday season? While most of us are unpacking our decorations, the folks at the ACB National Office are packing up to move. Here's ACB Executive Director Melanie Brunson. Our lease ended at our current location, and we started looking around, and uh, the rent prices have gone up quite a bit in D.C., so we uh, started looking in the surrounding communities close to D.C. We checked out several options and found that we could rent fairly nice space for um, less money than we would be paying in D.C., so the board decided to make the change and go to Arlington, Virginia. Arlington is just uh, literally across the river and uh, across the river. one or two subway stops. It's the second stop into Virginia on uh, Orange and Blue Lines. 
So as far as the day-to-day -day operation, then there will be no difference and uh, just everybody has to remember to come to work at a different place. That's right. <laughs> and for some of us, it's actually nice because for those who live in Virginia, we'll have a shorter commute. The office is right across the street from the metro station as opposed to a couple of blocks away as well. So once we get off the train, we won't have as far to walk. When will the move take place? We're looking at uh, the 20th of December, which is a Saturday. Both buildings have asked us to move during off hours, so it looks like we're going to do it on a Saturday, and we'd like to do it before Christmas so that we can start the new year in the new building. What will be the holiday schedule? We will be working up until the 23rd, and then folks will probably use vacation time beginning with the 24th. Of course, they'll get Christmas off anyway, but they'll get the 24th and the 26th, and then the rest of the next week off through the 2nd, and then start work on the 5th of January. We'll be working the couple of days in the week before Christmas, but my hunch is that some of the equipment may not be working. So. <laughs> is it all packed yet? No, not yet. We're working on it, but it's not all ready to go. <laughs> I wish. Well, let us know. You know, when you move, you always find this box from the last move, and you wonder, so that's where this has been that's all right. this time. <laughs> let us know what you find that you thought was gone. I certainly will. If we find any treasures, I'll uh, let you know. Can you give us the address and uh, phone numbers and so forth yet? The address is 2200 Wilson Boulevard. And the suite number is 650 at 650, Arlington, Virginia. The 800 number and the 202 number that people use to call us will remain the same. The only number that will change is our fax number. And um, we don't have that set up yet because we're not using it, so we don't want to confuse anybody. But uh, we will be notifying people of that information when it comes time for our move. It's a very nice office, and we're going to probably want to show it off a bit so folks who are going to come out for the mid-year meetings might get a chance to see it. I won't say that definitely, but we're thinking that we might arrange for some folks to see it. So you'll move then just in time to get down to business in planning and running the mid-year president's that's, meeting and the right, legislative, legislative seminar, seminar, which are coming up in February and which we'll talk more about with Eric Bridges next month. The new address for the American Council of the Blind, effective Christmas week, is 2200 Wilson Boulevard, Suite 650, Arlington, Virginia, 22201. That's 2200 Wilson Boulevard, Suite 650, Arlington, Virginia, 22201. Call ACB toll-free at 800-424-8666. Happy Holidays and a healthy 2009 from all of us in the American Council of the Blind. I'm Mike Duke for ACB Reports.